Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. The U.S. is asking all sorts of countries who have that smaller caliber to provide it to the Ukrainians. But these countries are not like the U.S. with these vast arsenals. When you ask them to give up their artillery, that's a big ask. Mm -hmm. But the race to arm the Ukrainians with heavy artillery is probably going to decide the outcome of this coming battle in uh, the East. And of course, it looks like the coming battle in the East is going to decide the outcome of the war. So high stakes. I thought that was some pretty strong stuff from David Martin on Face a Nation yesterday. These next couple of weeks are going to determine the outcome of this battle, and this battle is going to determine the outcome of the war. So like I said last hour, these these next 10 to 14 days of us getting the arms we've promised into Ukraine so they can actually use them against Russia could be the difference maker in the whole thing. Otherwise, Russia wins this battle. They get that land bridge. They can get as much equipment and people in as they need to, and they'll hold on to that for the next 50 years, maybe. Right. And if the battle is all about uh, artillery and tanks at this point across the open ground of eastern Ukraine, yeah, I guess having the gear is decisive. Uh, uh, Apparently, Ukraine has enough guys to operate all that. That's just not a problem at this point. Uh, Must be. And how much have you heard about uh, the damage to the railroad tracks being a, a significant factor? Russia bombed a bunch of railroad facilities. Just saw the news in the last hour or so. Well, the one to 2,000 
fighters that are still holed up in that steel plant in Mariupol, they're still there. And the reports over the weekend that they are being supplied with weapons and food and water, nobody knows how. Hmm. Hmm. Are we slipping drones in there? Well, maybe uh, it's nobody's business. Maybe they're just uh, they're getting it. That's all you need to know. I had not heard that. That's exciting. I heard that a couple places, and, and, and but nobody had any details on how that's even possible. Well, and back to uh, David Martin's point, and I know he has more to say, but um, there's the giant battle for the East, obviously, that we've been talking about. But remember that uh, territory gained must be held. And given the enormous damage to the Russian forces, both in terms of you know people and morale and equipment, holding all of that hostile ground for the long term is going to be near impossible unless they can essentially decimate both the government and the military of the Ukraine in the next few weeks. So I, I see his point. Well, let's go back and forth, um, just since we were just talking about the Mariupol situation. Clip 31, Michael, this is a report that was on ABC this week yesterday about how they're doing in that area. Ukraine says elite Russian units are now moving in. And all eyes on the strategic city of Mariupol. Putin declared victory here, but the attacks continue on the steel plant where some 2,000 Ukrainian fighters are still dug in. Concern, too, for at least 1,000 civilians who are taking refuge here. The mayor of Mariupol telling us military equipment from the U.S. has been reaching fighters in the city, and they have no intention of surrendering. Yeah, what? How is that happening? Mariupol's more or less surrounded how are we getting weapons and stuff in there? Yeah, again, mind your own business. Yeah, uh, shut up. Who's asking? Uh, back to the equipment that we are supplying to Ukrainians all over the country. Here's David Martin once again with an explanation of some of this stuff. On that list of weapons provided last week, there was something called the Phoenix Ghost Tactical Unmanned Aerial Systems, and I'm reading it. Uh, off a list here because last week was the first time I'd ever heard of this thing. It's a classified program. We can't show a picture of it because there there is no picture. But this is a kamikaze drone which flies out, looks around for a target, finds one, and dives on the target to kill it. The Phoenix Ghost is the coolest name for a piece of weaponry I've ever heard of. Here's a little more explanation of what that thing is. Now, the U.S. has already given uh, the Ukrainians about uh, 700 smaller uh, switchblade kamikaze drones. These have a bigger warhead. These have a longer range. Will these be the weapons that cross Putin's red line? Who knows? But there is a dangerous dynamic going on here, which is the worse Putin does, the more dangerous he gets. I'm I'm sorry, this is so serious, we need to talk about it, but I've got to say it. Can we unleash David Martin's saliva noise on Russian troops to drive them insane? Oh, it was just constant. This was making, giving me the willies. Anyway, back to the drones. So the Phoenix Ghost is significantly more impactful than those switchblades that we'd heard about. Carries bigger bombs, can stay in the air longer and fly further, and we've given them a whole bunch of those, and... David Martin's concerned. I'm not. I'm over it. I don't know if our government's over it, whether or not. Is this too much for Putin? Will this cross his red line? Whatever. Whatever. Shut up, crazy old evil man, murdering children, bastard. If the Arizona Cardinals don't immediately change their name to the Phoenix Ghosts, there is no God. You're kind of hung up on that, huh? (laughs) That's a good name. So, (laughs) I'd say. So, uh, speaking of Putin, I just saw the story you referenced about Putin's health in the New York Post. Yes. 
Vladimir Putin appearing unsteady, fidgeting, and biting his lips during an Orthodox Easter service in Moscow yesterday. The Orthodox Church had their Easter yesterday. Uh, adding suspicions, adding two suspicions that the Russian leader is seriously ill. The frail-looking strong man, and I'm looking at pictures of him, and he looks like he's lost 15 pounds in the last week. Of course, he's under tremendous stress. Well, his entire image... The reality and the uh, impression have all disappeared in the last two months. He doesn't have his money. His military that he thought was so fantastic sucks. I heard it stated flatly by a U.S. official today that the billions of dollars they'd spent on modernizing their military all got stolen, apparently. So Putin has come to the realization that... Some of these rich oligarchs got rich by stealing the money he was spending to have a world-class military. That's got to uh, age you a little bit. Well, and, and his whole being is wrapped up in the idea of becoming the new czar of the great Russian empire, as opposed to the guy who murdered his own country through his, uh, his stupidity. So you can see losing weight over that. I mean, that's a pretty stressful situation. The frail-looking strong man is seen swaying during the mass conducted by the Russian Orthodox Church. Um, so he looks skinny, and he's kind of swaying a little bit on his feet. Well, actually, there's more to it than that. And, and let me tell you, I saw a video of him with his candle there at the Easter service, uh, uh, quoting the Bible and that sort of thing. It was one of the most sickening things I've ever witnessed. Uh. The sickening scenes. I mean, it, it was straight out of, uh, you know, Satan will uh, try to appear as a man of uh, virtue. I mean, it was just awful. But the New York Post had an update on this. They did another one of those televised meetings where Putin shows his genius by advising old Shoigu what he ought to do militarily. Keeping in mind, Putin's now 69 years old. And I watched this. As he's talking to Shoigu, he grips the table with his right hand as soon as he sits down. And his right hand is in the foreground of of the video. Um, And he keeps it there, gripping the table throughout the entire 12-minute clip. He sits with hunched shoulders, regularly fidgets, taps his toes in an erratic manner, and there are people who think it looks like Parkinson's, Parkinson's disease, which oh, really? I'm more than familiar with, having uh, you know ended my mother's life prematurely. Um, the fact that he would grip the table in that way and never let go is somebody trying to hide tremors. I, I don't. I think this is different from the standard ridiculous, you know, look at him, he looks pale type article. Right. Um, And it would fit pretty well, wouldn't it? That you could imagine if he is in really bad health and thinks he's at the end of his life, that he might invade Ukraine in a way that seems a little crazy to the world because he wanted to go out with a, I'm the man that brought Ukraine back into the fold of the motherland. I mean, he wanted to go out with with a great victory. You can picture that. Absolutely. Speaking of the sort of reports I don't take as seriously, other reports have suggested that Putin has recently had 35 secret meetings with a cancer doctor, which is certainly possible, and had been bathing in the blood of deer antlers. (laughs) What's that supposed to do for you? Better erections? Probably. Bathing in the blood of deer antlers. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, That's odd behavior if he's doing it. 
Um, but you could you can live for a very long time with uh, Parkinson's, so he could have Parkinson's, but be around for another five, ten years, right? Uh, yeah. Oh, absolutely true. Yeah, depending on how it progresses and how long he's had it. Uh-huh. Dictators aren't big on saying, "Hey, I got a serious health problem, guys." Is their number one concern every morning when they get up yeah. and every evening when they go to bed is who's going to try to bump them off and take control. Yeah, dictators don't ever announce, I'm really feeling weak. I mean, just <laughs> really weak. Not a dictator thing. No, no, indeed. Uh, speaking of weak, uh, unless you got more, you want to do more Ukraine stuff here? Or are you good? Later. Okay. All right. Uh, speaking of weak, really interesting editorial by david french who i uh i always find interesting and engaging even if i disagree with him uh talking about what's what's wrong with us as a country because there's something wrong and right i now. think we all feel that yeah suicide deaths of despair etc and he has a really interesting theory and i think it it's pretty close to right on so i'll share that with you in a moment can't fix a problem if you can't identify it so this is a good step right huh what? I think so, sure. All that stuff on the way. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I haven't been interested in anything Dr. Fauci says for at least a year. But his recent showing of his attitudes toward power and uh, the government versus the people is worth talking about. We'll do that next segment. There are fascists left and right suggesting we throw out the Constitution and we should uh, be on guard against all of them. So what is wrong with this country? I've finally figured it out. I've been reading and thinking about this all the time. I read a great piece by David French. I'm going to share part of it with you. I know what we need to do to turn around the country how we do it is another question maybe we'll cover that tomorrow if i can figure it out anyway uh french starts with uh, when i try to explain the aspirational genius of the american founding he refers to a couple of different documents one of course uh tj in the declaration of independence and the other from his frenemy john adams in a fairly obscure letter to the massachusetts militia but the uh the the jefferson sentence is of course we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights you know the thing that among these are life liberty and the pursuit of happiness and to secure these rights governments are instituted among men deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed long story short uh, there are inherent rights and dignities that human beings deserve given by God or nature or whatever you want to say, and that one of the prime directives of government is to ensure those liberties stay. In short, then 11 years after the ratification of the Constitution, Adams wrote his famous letter to the officers of the 1st Brigade of the 3rd Division of the Militia of Massachusetts. It, it contains that famous declaration that we've quoted more than once that, quote, our Constitution was made only for a moral and religious people. It is wholly inadequate to the government of any other. But uh, French says I'm more interested in the two preceding sentences. Because we have no government armed with power capable of contending with human passions, then he mentions several, uh, uh, they would break the strongest cords of our Constitution as a whale goes through a net. Fine metaphor there from the fat man. I appreciate that. Put in plain English, this means that when public virtue fails, our constitutional government does not possess the power to preserve itself. 
Thus, the American experiment depends on both the government upholding its obligation to preserve liberty and the American people upholding theirs to exercise that liberty toward virtuous purposes. Okay? It's a lovely idea. We've done okay through our history. And he talks about when we haven't. Like uh, by failing to end slavery and failing to extend the Bill of Rights to protect citizens from oppression by state and local authorities, we failed and we paid a horrific price in blood with the Civil War. He mentions that during the Jim Crow period, it's a miracle that that ended through goodness, the Civil Rights era, um, which was primarily read by, led by uh, Christian churches and that sort of thing, um, one of the great justice movements in history, and that, uh, that saved our, our nation from terrible, terrible woe. And then he writes, yet our nation seethes again today. Its politics are gripped by deep hatred and abiding animosity, and its culture groans under the weight of human despair. Hatred rules our politics. Anxiety, depression, and loneliness. This sounds familiar, huh? Uh, Lowering American life expectancy with all the deaths of despair. Many cultural critics look at the United States and declare something is wrong, and they are exactly right. Something is wrong. We all experience it. We all see the results. He gets into suicide, which doesn't happen in healthy communities. Riots don't erupt in healthy cities. And then he, uh, that he talks about, well, we'll just skip ahead. I'm looking at the clock. So uh, we still battle the legacy of past injustice and present reality of lingering discrimination, of course. But there's no comparison between the legal systems that destabilized America and the legal systems that exist today. First Amendment's in pretty damn good shape. We have a lot of individual liberties, etc. But what can the government do about friendlessness? about anxiety. What can the government do to make sure we are not, in Robert Putnam's famous phrase, bowling alone? And then he gets into the fact that the people who are the angriest in American society right now are the most politically engaged, and they are disproportionately, on the left, white and college-educated, and on the right, white and retired. It's simply an astonishing level of discontent in the midst of an astonishing wealth and power. And then I I'm, I'm think we need to get to the punchline here. Um, and he talks about how on the left, people see this and they want to arm the government with more power. And he talks about how the government isn't an it, it's a them. It's human beings. Where are you going to find this government of angels that James Madison talked about? You're not. But the response to John Adams' warning is not to arm the government with more power, but to equip citizens with more virtue. But how do we do that? Here's the answer. Alexis de Tocqueville's most famous quote about the early American Republic. Americans of all ages, all conditions, all minds constantly unite. Not only do they have commercial and industrial associations in which all take part, they also have a thousand other kinds. Religious, moral, grave, feudal, very general in particular, immense, small. Uh, they, they have parties. They found seminaries. They build inns. They all get together constantly. And he points out it's here that we find meaning and purpose and actually change lives coming together. And then he gets into, and this is a really interesting point, I'm going to have to summarize very briefly. We're so into the big fight over the big issues, we're neglecting individuals, individual friendships, associations, clubs. You don't have to forget about the big fight to remember the little fights, connecting with human beings and making their lives better one by one. And that's how you win the big fights. We should discuss that more. That's interesting stuff. Dr. Fauci, the fascist, among other things, on the way. Armstrong and Getty. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. L-A-S-I-K-LASIK.com Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com, one place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K-LASIK.com Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. The Armstrong and Getty Show. The thing people are celebrating is they lifted the mask mandate in airplanes. Uh, which I applaud. Uh, you know, on airplanes, you know, they were uncomfortable, they were pointless, and they got stuck in Mike Tyson's fist sometimes. You know? I guess everyone has seen this video of Mike Tyson just wailing on a guy. And the sad part, you know who the guy was? Chris Rock. So sad. Again. Wow. <laughs> wow, that is an inaccurate report, sir. Uh, masks, which lead us to COVID, which lead us to Fauci, that in just a second. China is out with an announcement from their spokesman that the U.S. is the master of disinformation. I wonder if that is a reaction to the 60 Minutes piece from last night in which our FBI director laid out all the ways China's coming for us and stealing our stuff and spying on us and everything like that. So, yeah, I'll bet it is. Yeah. But it is too. 
China's, Shut up, you lying commies. China is smart enough to know that 60 Minutes is the number one news program in America and would react to that sort of claim. China, the U.S. is the master of disinformation, they say. So. Now, come on, China! There you go. Uh, it would appear that this week, Elon Musk is going to become the owner of Twitter. I'm not exactly sure what that means or how that's going to work, but it'll be kind of fun to follow. Well, he might have to resort to a tender, Jack. I read that. To a what? A tender. Somebody that runs it for him? I don't know. I don't know. No, no, no. Like a, a tender offer. Like you tender your resignation. I have no idea what it means. I just read it. Okay. I need to learn more about M&As. M's and A's. M&A. Hmm. Uh, it will be interesting to follow the reaction of people. Remember, because well, a couple weeks ago when this story broke, the the the... the the word was that Twitter employees were just beside themselves with fear and despair. Will they all quit? Will all the blue checkmark people leave? And if that happens, what did you buy? Do you yeah. get your money back? I wonder. On the other hand, I can't help but gloat a little bit. How's that taste, babies? Now Elon owns you. <laughs> so we mentioned Dr. Fauci's view of government versus the people last week in a couple of statements he made. The Wall Street Journal noticed it, too. Their editorial board decided to write, All hail Anthony Fauci! Hail Fauci! Hail Fauci! They're going with the same wordage as that. The doctor says courts should defer to public health experts like him. The principle of a court overruling a public health judgment by a qualified organization like the CDC is disturbing in the precedent that it might send. Dr. Fauci said to CBS on Thursday. Wow. How is he as smart as he is about germs and whatnot and not understand how crazy that sounds? Well, as Reason.com put it, the idea that the CDC ought to exist outside of the constitutional limitations applied to government is stunning. Go on. The mask mandate is a CDC issue. It should not have been a court issue, Dr. Fauci told CNN. What? Adding that we are concerned about courts getting involved in things that are unequivocally public health decisions. What? Ah, yes, the royal we, says the Wall Street Journal. Does the COVID czar think the Supreme Court should have been precluded from reviewing the CDC's rental eviction moratorium, too? Remember when the CDC decided people Uh didn't have to pay rent for a year or two or maybe forever? That's something government shouldn't get involved in because it's a health matter? Uh, The Wall Street Journal goes on to write, and then we will discuss. Governments at all levels have abused their emergency powers during the pandemic. Some deference to public health officials might have been warranted amid the uncertainty early in the pandemic. But as Justice Neil Gorsuch wrote in November of 2020, even the Constitu- even if the Constitution has taken a holiday during this pandemic, it cannot become a sabbatical, which is pretty good. Yeah, that is pretty good. That is stunning. I know. Hubris and ignorance and... I mean, the guy's had to go for the longest damn time. I have no idea why he's still in the job, but... That was one of the. That's one of the stupidest things I've ever heard a public figure say. I, I agree. That's what I said last week, and I didn't mean it to be like a shocking talk radio guy. That's one of the mm. craziest things I've ever heard a high level official say. The mask mandate is not a CDC issue. It should not have been. I mean, it is a CDC issue. It should not have been a court issue. 
We're concerned about courts getting involved in things that are unequivocally public health decisions. Wow, that is stunning really? ignorance of Have our constitutional system. Nazi? That is well, he crazy. Has. So you're going to let the county health person tell businesses they need to be shut down just as long as they think, you know, their science leads them to that conclusion. Okay. Wow. And would wow. you extend that to other areas where individuals and agencies think this or that, whether it's constitutional or not? An old man just declared that there's a government agency that should be beyond judicial review. That is the craziest effing thing I've ever heard. I'm sorry. There there should have been, the Wall Street Journal wrote this speak, but there should have been way more pushback against that. I didn't see the interview on CBS, and he said it on CNN, too. Did any of the hosts say, wait a second? So, and that uh, uh, eviction moratorium is the perfect example. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wow. You know, the White House did walk it back. They knew how blank and crazy it was, and they said the judiciary plays an important role. And uh, uh, we just believe this judge made an incorrect decision. Obviously, the judiciary has an important role to play, said White House COVID coordinator Ashish Jha yesterday. Wasn't the CDC that said we have a pandemic of racism at some point? One of our agencies did. Yeah, could have. Um, could they uh, do anything around that? And it doesn't matter whether it's constitutional or not. Guns are an epidemic, so we need to take the guns. Boy, what's especially notable about uh, Fauci is that he said something similar to Neil Cavuto on Fox News. It's bad precedent when decisions about public health issues are made by people, be they judges or what have you, that don't have experience or expertise in public health. He has no understanding. Of the concept of judicial review of the three branches of government. That's just I represent bizarre. science. Wow. You represent Hitler. You're a fascist. Yeah, I'm You just... believe your cause is so grand, and there are people like this on the right, too. Watch out for them. You believe your cause is so grand, the Constitution should be suspended to, to achieve it. Well, like I said earlier, I haven't wanted to hear anything out of Dr. Fauci's mouth for at least a year, maybe longer, because it became so clear early on as a guy who's dedicated his life to killer germs, he only sees everything through that prism. And that's a problem. He doesn't balance not getting COVID with kids not learning, for instance, or businesses not surviving. He just he doesn't have the ability to do it. He's got a very singular focus. Well, that clearly extends to having no concept of a democracy and a constitution and a, and a and a balance of the rule of law with because because if if you're going to go with his point of view I'm surprised he hasn't said something like it should be mandatory everybody gets the vaccine and if you don't get the vaccine you get thrown in jail I mean that seems like the road he's going down it's mm-hmm. got nothing to do with rule of law it's just what is best to stop the disease period and as long as he can avoid what a majority of congress Passing a law against it, uh, it should go ahead, no matter how loathsome. That's that's just bizarre. You know, I wonder if part of his enthusiasm is rooted in the fact that he and uh, Peter What's-His-Face have been financing the gain-of-function re- research there in the Wuhan lab for quite some time, and they suspect one of their uh, bat viruses got out one way or the other. That would motivate me to be an extremist if I thought I would be blamed for the deaths of tens of millions or however many have died. Ten well, let's, let's hope that attitude doesn't catch on. To where no judges are ever supposed to look at mandates around health from the government or mandates yeah. around anything, I guess. Yeah, jeez, get rid of that crackpot. 
Anyway, uh, I, f- I came across a great piece of writing um, in the, the Dispatch family. Virginia Hume wrote this. I don't know her work, but it's really, really good. And she talks about a February headline in the Washington Post that read, Mask mandates didn't make much difference anyway. A month later, New York Times gave us this. Do COVID restrictions work? Yes, but they didn't make much of a difference. And she writes, the tone is a bit flippant, isn't it? It's as if these headlines are referring to something inconsequential everyone once believed, but later proved untrue. Uh, remember how they used to make us stay out of the pool for an hour after we right, ate? Right. Turns out that was hooey. LOL. Maybe it's wishful flippancy, given the flood of news about the knock-on costs of COVID policies. Massive learning losses, an adolescent mental health crisis, a surge in homicides, skyrocketing overdose, and alcohol-related deaths, and inflation to name a few. I imagine many would love to put it all behind us, tucking COVID response on the shelf between carrots don't really improve your vision and <laughs> cracking your knuckles doesn't make them bigger. <laughs> Her point being, our COVID response was a horrific, horrific set of damages to humanity in America. And the idea that, oh, well, what are you going to do, ought to be the attitude about it, is awful. We need a national, serious conversation about the way we reacted to it, what was good, what was bad, what was unwise, and what wasn't. Now, of course, Dr. Fauci wouldn't be in, in favor of that unless he ran it. But uh, I represent we, science. What oh, were, <laughs> thank you, Mr. President. What were we doing exactly, she writes. Maybe we'll get into this a little more later. It's a great piece. I represent science. You represent science and nothing else as a government official who I... Did he have to take an oath to the Constitution like a lot of government officials do? He he doesn't he doesn't believe it ought to work that way. Yeah, he doesn't seem to be aware of the Constitution, much less have sworn an oath to it. <laughs> my son is the greatest knuckle cracker I've ever seen in my life. If he sits down and says, "Time to play a little Fortnite," and then he does that thing with his hands, it's oh. just crack. I mean, it's so oh, loud, geez. and all his fingers at once. It's really quite impressive. It's like a cartoon. I think he learned it from Bugs Bunny. Oh yeah. Uh, much more on the way. Our text line is four one five two nine five KFTC. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus in president ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER L-A-S-I-K-LASIK.com Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K-LASIK.com This is it, your moment. 
This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Lucius Fox sick to his stomach right behind the mound. It looked like he was trying to get off the field, and he threw up right behind the Nats pitcher, and I don't know how else to describe it. Wow. <laughs> well, there's the, no, uh, you don't need to describe it in any other way. The San Francisco Giants and the uh, Nationals game marred by puking, and you can hear the crowd groan in the background. Gross. Man, I'm halfway through a ballpark, dog. I'm not enjoying that at all. <laughs> Sitting in the hot sun. Or, or nachos, even worse. Can you imagine? <laughs> wow. Meanwhile, at the Minnesota Timberwolves. Oh, that's right. I, I forgot to announce our theme. Aberrant behavior in the world of sports. Meanwhile, at the Minnesota Timberwolves game. Beverly trying to save it. And we have a fan who ran out on the floor. The officials stopped the game instantly. We have seen a few incidents in the first round of the playoffs. And it appears another one here in game four. So there have been people gluing their hands to the floor of basketball courts, people strapping themselves to the basketball goal. And this person, Sasha Zemmel, was tackled to the floor by a security guard during a playoff game in Minneapolis. She was wearing a referee jersey. And fans were confused at the time because she, you know, you just see the jersey and think. Um, so she is with a group called Direct Action Everywhere, which I probably shouldn't be um, promoting, because I think that's what's going on here. I'll jump to my conclusion. Mm. My conclusion is uh, PETA has been the number one animal rights stunt organization in America our entire careers. And I think this Direct Action Everywhere is trying to take their crown, and I'm sure money is pouring into their organization as they're getting all this attention and i often think that a lot of these organizations get caught up more in getting attention and money and then they pay the people that work there and everything like that than whatever they actually accomplish hell yeah uh she was detained after protest blah 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 uh she briefly attempt she had a whistle around her neck so she runs onto the court with a referee jersey and she tried to whistle play to a stop <laughs> And was going to issue a technical foul and ejection along with a fine against the courtside sitting owner who owns a plant that abuses chickens, according to this woman. Oh, boy. She was wearing a jersey with the number 5.3 on the back in reference to the 5.3 million chickens, Joe, killed at Rembrandt Enterprises, an Ohio egg farm that Taylor owns. Oh, my. 
going to call a technical foul on the owner. You know, I'll give her points for style. Yeah, if she'd have been able to run out there with her whistle and actually get play to stop, that would have been something. Should have called traveling or something. (laughs) I understand the uh, the security guard took her down hard. Some good tackling, good technique. I'd rather stick and wrap, stick and wrap. I'd rather not be tackled on a basketball court. That would hurt in the best of circumstances. Five point three million chickens that have died, Joe. Meanwhile, at the New York Yankees game, Wisely, he didn't throw anything back at him, but they continued to throw stuff at him. And he's like, "Yeah, big guy, you want to talk tough from up there? Throw stuff." Unbelievable! What a way to end a day at a ball game. Well, the good news is there's enough video to find out who the clowns were that were throwing stuff. Hopefully, they're never allowed back here to watch a game again. Hit an umpire with something? Come on, people. Wow, people chucking the uh, plastic beer bottles full of beer at the Cleveland Guardians player. Somebody said something about the Cleveland Guardians the other day. I thought, what is that, AAA? Oh, that's right, that's the Indians. Anyway, uh, chucking beers at the players and umps uh, after a win at Yankee Stadium. So I mentioned to my kids yesterday about the whole protesters, about chickens and the NBA and everything like that. And both my kids said, who cares about chickens? I thought that's interesting. Did I? I don't remember specifically ever talking about this, but what is it about living around me brought them to the same conclusion I have that of things I'm going to worry about today, how big a cage a chicken is in is not going to make the list. Maybe you're concerned about it. Maybe you're crying right now thinking about it, but it's not on my radar. They got the brain the size of a peanut. In fact, the size of a pea. Come on now. It's not like chickens are sitting around in their cages saying, I never saw Paris. <laughs> I don't want to be overtly cruel to them for cruelty's sake, but... No, certainly not. I'm not sure they need a two-bedroom apartment and with a nice view before they meet their end. It's not my fault they're delicious. (laughs) That's what my oldest son said. They're for eating. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So, uh, gosh, you get uh, ugly behavior. What do you suppose is next after gluing your hand to the floor, strapping yourself to the goal? The referee jersey with the whistles, pretty clever. I think some sort of concession outfit, and you got the box with the hot dogs and the Cokes, and you just kind of walking around, and you just walk out on the court. Next thing you know, nobody even knows you're there. <laughs> How about one guy dressed as a chicken, and another guy shotguns him right there on the court? Huh? Huh? Barbaric. That's commitment. Now, maybe it would be, you know, salt gunner just blasting out fake blood, but uh, there what, you go. What's that's, gonna happen, that's my idea. What's going to happen is there's going to be oppressive security at basketball games for the rest of our lives because of these idiots that gets in the way and makes your life less enjoyable at a game. That's that's what will come out of this. Yeah, they'll have to have a cordon of rent-a-cops there around the uh, the court or something blocking your view. Because they, they got to stop random half-crazy people from running on the court. Obviously, something bad could happen. Well, luckily, the NBA is dead to me, but uh, if Major League Baseball is, is going that way, I mean, you got a bunch of battery-chucking yahoos uh, pelting people with beer. I mean, come on. Come on, America. Check yourselves. Oh, which reminds me, we never had, we didn't have any chance to follow up on that David French uh, piece we were talking about where what, what ails America is we used to gather all the time. Gather as friends, as associations, as churches, as clubs, just bowling leagues, everything. We used to gather all the time, and now we never gather, except online, which is a hollow, awful, fake gathering. It's a simulacrum, if you like, uh, you know, to page through the thesaurus now and again. Um, I've decided I'm going to join something. 
I'm going to be I'm going to go join part of a group of people. I haven't decided what sort of group yet or what that's what's missing in my life. I need more of that. Rotary or something like that? Is that what you're talking about? Something, yeah, I don't know. Maybe like a, a, Judy and I both like to sing. Maybe a, a chorus or a choir or something like that. Uh, a, a church thing, a, a civic group, a volunteer to mentor troubled youths. I don't know, just something. We're bowling alone, and it's killing us from age 6 to 106. Your head's too big for a fez, so the Qantas is out. Oh, I'd have to have it custom-made, no doubt. Custom I mean, maybe paint fez. You'd have to, like, paint a trash can the right color and put it on my big old noggin. <laughs> I got a head like a college mascot. It's enormous. Hey, these chickens didn't die in vain. I'm eating these hot dogs full of beaks and chicken anuses. So, come on. They use every part of the chicken. C.A.'s? Did you have to go there? I probably, probably didn't. Not on a Monday, especially. It's childish. If you miss an hour of the show, grab the podcast at armstrongandgetty.com. Armstrong and Getty. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Jumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Jumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at Fisher fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 